This is Blackout Radio with Aaliyah Jade Bradbury and we are celebrating everything immaculate, everything Indigenous and fabulous. And right now I am talking to one of the most prominent Indigenous people in Australian television at the moment. She has worked on amazing things such as All My Friends Are Racist. Uh, You have worked on... AMC projects such as Firebite. Yeah. Yeah. You've, oh my gosh. Yeah. And you've worked on, was it, is it RDF? RF? RFDS. That's, that's, what, and that's a little favourite of mine yeah. because um, just a good team, really good team. But that would just be the very tip of the iceberg because you've been working in this industry for a hot minute right now. And I'm so excited to be talking to you. Oh, thank you, girl. I feel really. Um, honoured to be asked by you because you're one of my favourite people in the world. Stop it, you're one of my favourite people in the world. Shut up. <laughs> Look out, we're just going to be compliment. It's just going to be a compliment I love sandwich right now. I like compliment sandwiches. I don't care. Yeah. I'm one of those people. I just like, you're beautiful. And by the way, she does look amazing. She's getting ready for the Tina Turner musical mm. tonight, right? Tina Turner musical playing in Sydney at the moment. I'm not going to miss out. Tina Turner legs, that's all I'll say. Well, you, you know, you said that you are inspired by people like Beyonce. Mm. You know, you're inspired by very prominent black females. Um, you know, people who are unapologetically black, so apologetically themselves. And I would describe you as being one of those people who are so unapologetically and unashamedly black and deadly and lovely and just amazing. Of course, um, how has you know, that idea of black matriarchy influenced your work? Oh, my gosh. See, it's funny you um, describe me that way because I don't think I would describe me that way. I feel like I'm in such a shadow of the women before me and the particularly the black women in my family who, you know, we are a very matriarchal family and I've got the, all these deadly aunties who, you know, put me in my place at times when I need and did need, uh, but also lift me up. You know, still to this day at 37 years old, I call them up with my problems and they're always there ready to back me up. Sometimes, you know, back me up in that real black way. Now we'll fly over. Who's bothering you? Who do we need a flog? (laughs) So I, I guess I'm just really lucky to be influenced by such strong black women who have always taught me, no, just be yourself, be yourself. So I don't know how to be anything else other than Mm. me in my weird way because, you know, I feel like I'm many things. And you are. You are a woman of many different um, talents, you know, many different perspectives. You offer um, a very unique sort of style within, I guess, Australian screenwriting. Um, would you say that has been sort of influenced by, you know, your love of like Buffy, of like strong female leads that aren't necessarily Australian, but you bring that like black essence to it? Got it, got yeah. it. The rule number one in writing, as you know, write what you know. I grew up watching um, a lot of TV. I love TV. I'm not ashamed mm. to say I love TV. So when I was like, 13, 14, 15, however old I was, back in the 90s, um, <laughs> Buffy was on air and I 
absolutely love Buffy. I love the just female leads kicking ass, like doing karate chops, mm. whatever they were doing. But I'd always, I don't know, go into my imagination and reimagine it as like black fellow women and like just women of colour doing that thing. Because of course, you know, TV back then was still very white centric. Um, so always in my mind, no matter what film I watched, I'd always do that. And I just knew I wanted to tell these stories, be a storyteller in many forms, but it was always for me screenwriting and TV as my first mm. love. I, I think a lot of other people have come through other avenues, but I... Um, yeah, especially blackfellas. A lot of them start off as like actors first. Yeah, actors, yeah. but I just I have no interest in acting. I just want to write. I've always wanted to write. I mean, I reckon you could be a really great comedian comedic actress hey you've got timing I don't know about that (laughs) there's my timing um I have many I just blessed with a family that tell mad yarns always yarns 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 so um I observe I'm such an observer of family and the way to spin a yarn and the way to uh, craft structure I'm that person that looks for structure in a yarn um, so I know. you're a real nerd about like <laughs> writing and story, which I love because like, you know, we'll be, I don't know, listening to your housemate, Matthew Cooper, who yes. is an actor and now is an emerging writer in some respects. Um, he tells the maddest and most this random is... yarns all the time. Um, but I love how you watch him tell these yarns because I can tell you're making notes of it in your head. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes I do. I give him yarn scores. This is the thing. <laughs> like, no, that's three out of five, Matthew. You need to up your yarn. He breaks yarning rules and I have a yarning rule book about... Okay, so what's the yarning rule book? Like, no, you're only allowed one side yarn of the yarn. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's hard. Uh, yeah. you mob probably listening get that because sometimes people go off on tangents and no one you get one side yarn of the yarn yeah um so and that's just a context side yeah. yarn yeah but then no, they'll be talking about arnie doris who went over there then did that and anyway did you know about arnie doris had that arnie doris who yes. did that yeah. Uh, yeah exactly and that dog that they had so um just that kind of thing interests me. I don't know. It's a fascinating thing to me. And it's all about the craft of writing and storytelling, not just mm. writing it down, uh, but storytelling and bring it together in a visual medium, as we screenwriters say. Because then we ultimately we hand off the script and it goes to the director and who knows what will happen to it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the funny thing about being a writer, at least in this country, is that you know, your story isn't always your own and that's something that's mm. kind of really difficult, um, especially, I think, as Indigenous people, that, you know, our culture is founded upon stories. You know, our stories are what makes us. And so there's such a deep sort of connection to, you know, the yarns that we tell ourselves and tells ourselves in the community. Um, you know, so how would you sort of, I guess, give some advice for anyone who's looking to get into film about you know how do you protect your stories yeah um, I mean I come into this business wanting to collaborate I love collaborating I've worked with you worked with Matthew who we've talked about before (laughs) like I've had both of you in writers rooms because I just love 
the art of collaborating as mm. well and that's very much what television is. Film is more one person's voice in terms of a director coming in yeah. and I always think, you know, I always joke, but maybe I'm serious in my joking of, you know, if a director comes there in... There is truth in comedy. <laughs> yes. If director comes in to TV and wants to take over, I'm like, we'll go make a film because this is a collaborative medium. But in terms of, you know, protecting our story, I guess it's about positioning yourself. I mean, why are you telling this story? Mm. The people you're working with, why are you wanting to tell this story? And making sure all of you are on the same page because I've been a part of, you know, projects where it's gone horribly wrong because they weren't on the same page. But I've also been part of these amazing projects where we all were on the same page Mm. and it just... You can really tell the difference. Or I can tell on TV when um, story, when the you know producer, director, and writer and the creative team are all on the same page because it just pops. There's yeah. something that's that. What do you call it? X factor. Yes. Black factor. Black factor <laughs> stuff. And you know, um, I think there's something really amazing about what you're doing at the moment. I mean, you're literally traveling the world. You know, you're talking to a lot of Americans at the moment. You know, you you may be an Australian Indigenous person, but your stories are international. And that's something that I think a lot of, at least Australian viewers or people who view Australian television or film, they think that Indigenous stories are just for Australian audiences sometimes. Mm. Um, well, you look at something like, I don't know, Res Dogs, say. Yeah, Res Dogs is amazing. That is just, it's amazing to me how I can relate to that yet be so far away from that community. I don't know really anything about, you know, their mob in Oklahoma or... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> or outside of Oklahoma living on reservations. But mm. um, at the heart of that story, and this is what I'm really interested in writing about, is the characters and what makes humans tick. And I find... That's my way into any story. I, I clutch onto a character and funnily enough, people from all over the world, all, we all want the same thing, like yeah. love, protection, safety. <laughs> I want to be seen. I want to be appreciated. Exactly. Yeah. No matter what you know, colour or creed we, we are. Mm. And so I've been travelling around the world. Not only I think it's important, you know, as a, this is me going to sound very pretentious for a moment but I think it is important as writers as artists that Mm. we travel to get those yarns yeah um and experience life because that's what I'm putting on page um and also just to make those connections with other people because I love learning about other people and what makes them tick and I think it makes me a better writer you know it can be even me reading about the latest royal news with Kate Middleton and Prince William and I'm like, oh, is he still a prince? Yeah, he's still a prince. Um, prince William? Yeah. I was like, did he get promoted? No, he's still a prince. Um, but what makes them tick? Because, you know, secret love of just the drama that goes behind those white people's stories. So I mean, we love a gossip. We do. We do, especially you and me. It's really bad. <laughs> no, it's what makes the world go round, like stories. That's what I think. Stories, you know, yeah. And it's, it's storytelling. Yes. It's connection. It's in us. It's yeah. been in us from it's day It's a real sacred story. 
It is. Okay. That's that trickle bra. See, we're making gossiping sound <laughs> real intelligent here, so I'm going to say yes. Well, I always say this. The Philippines have a very low uh, murder rate. You've and told me this, yarn. Yes, I, I and I'll let everyone yeah. else know it too. They have a very low mur- murder rate um, or very low serial killer rate because all them aunties gossip and they all know each other's business and because they all know each other's business, they're like, yeah, that one did it there. See? I and see this yarn that you told me. I've carried that yarn overseas because I just think it's the most fascinating thing. I'm like, this is why gossip is important. Yeah, because it stops murders. <laughs> we are saving <laughs> lives. We are doing the hard work. Yep. We yeah, we really are. So there you go. It's just another form of storytelling, really. So, and that's your job. So you're just doing your job. I really am. I'm observing. I'm collecting. I'm just soaking it all in. And what a pleasure it is to do it. Full time. <laughs> Full time, 24-7. And so, um, you know, thank you so much for having this big yarn with me. Um, I was wondering if there's, you know, what's, what's next for the Cody Bedford? Well, that's an interesting question. Well, I know... In or where do you see yourself in five years? How about that? That's that is... <gasps> hopefully still doing what I love. Just doing what I love. I've really come to a point in my life... This is me, auntie me. I like this. Yeah. Where I just want to just enjoy. So I'm choosing projects now where I might, am I going to get joy out of this? Does this spark joy? Um, (laughs) Because, you know, what we do and what we carry Mm. as blackfellas is already kind of heavy. And I'm like, I just need... We're allowed to have fun. We are. And I do constantly every day with the things that I choose. (laughs) In 42 days, I'm going back overseas to London. Um, London, London, as, England. As we say. Yeah. Um, and uh, reconnecting with a lot of people there that I absolutely adore and love and want to make stories with. But also, I also look forward to coming back home. And I've got to fit in a trip back to the Kimberley, otherwise my family will kill me because they keep asking, when are you coming back home? When are you going to come back home? Mm. Yeah, soon. You're gallivanting. Not good enough. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Cody. It is a pleasure to talk to you. You are a magnificent beast. A. You are the deadliest one around. And looking real lovely while doing it. Well, yes. I'm off to Tina, so got to do what Tina does and wears. Show them legs. (laughs) So I don't want any stockings. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, deadly. Thank you, sis.